This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I need to be honest with you. I'm a sentimental man or woman. Hey, moms. Uh, what do you actually want for Mother's Day? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Moms. Mother's Day is coming up on Sunday. And by the way, that's also your reminder. Everybody who uh, has moms and knows moms and loves moms, it's time to figure out what you're going to get mom. Mom! Mom, 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 what do you want for Mother's Day? Mom, I'm going to get my mom. mom some chocolates or flowers or a nice bubble bath. 651-641-1071. Moms, this is your chance to tell the world and your family, what do you actually want for Mother's Day? We've got Mary on the line. Should we go to Mary? Hi, Mary. Hi, Mary. Hello, Mary. And, okay, what do you actually want for Mother's Day? I want my mother not to call me. Oh, okay. And here's why. And again, disclaimer: I love her. I moved her from Missouri to South Carolina. Just moved her into assisted living, and that woman calls me every day, going, "I need, I want, the food is icky." Blah blah blah. So just one day, please, mommy, don't call me. Mary wants a break from her mom. Yes. Thank Absolutely. you. Thank you for your call, Mary. I hope all of your Mother's Day wishes come true. Uh, 651-641-1071. What do you really want for Mother's Day, moms? Uh, we got an email from Genevira who said, what I really want is to be alone in a cleanish house where nobody is actively messing up everything I just cleaned, like to sit there and enjoy silence clean and nobody saying mom where's the blank when mom. said item is literally in front of their face mom mom right. yeah like mom. i always say i just want a different name for mother's day jan or i don't know hortense Dad. anything something unpronounceable <laughs> lest they learn it and then call me it 651-641-1071 moms what do you really want for mother's day do you want to know why I'm asking? Why are you asking? Because you're you. tired of getting moms. Um, thank you for asking. No, the real reason is because there's a survey of Americans where 33% say really all or where I'm sorry. Let me let me rephrase reframe that. Um, that most mothers, 36% in fact, want nothing more than a card. Yeah, just a card. That's all. But 33% of Americans say they may take on extra debt buying their mom a Mother's Day gift or That's the mom in their life crazy. Mother's Day gifts. Yeah. I, I it's know. interesting to me that people 
I, I just think, I mean, Mother's Day to me sounds like a Hallmark holiday anyway. It is. Um, and that's no shame on moms or no, you know, like I think, you know, do nice things for your mom all the time. You don't just have to wait for one dumb day. Mm-hmm. Um, and also it's just going to make mom probably have to do more work than she wanted to do that day anyway. Cause you know, you're going to want to make something super complicated and she's like, Hey, now we got to do the thing with the thing. And I got to get you. And I just, can we, mm-hmm. you know, can I go away? Bye. Yeah. Just like. <laughs> I'm not a mom and I can figure that out. So sit in the yard and not have to do nothing for nobody. Yeah. 651-641-1071. Moms, what do you really want for Mother's Day? We've got Tammy on the line. Tammy. Hi, Tammy. Tammy, what do you really want? What do you really want for Mother's Day? What what do you really, really want? want? I want nothing. I want to just be left alone, like you said, be quiet. And then I have a funny story about my boys when they're little. They would call me mom, 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 mom. So I told them I was going to change my name to a swear word so they couldn't say it. Oh, now ah. you're talking. That's hilarious. Tammy, I like that. Did that's it work? great. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to you, Tammy. Let's go to Pam. Hi, Pam. Pam, what do you really want for Mother's Day? What I want for Mother's Day would be a big tray of annuals so I can plant them. Yes. Oh, yes. sure, yeah. That is a really good... And actually, thank you, Pam. Thanks, uh, Pam. Pam would like her annuals. And honestly, that's one of the things I love to do on Mother's Day is get the plants in. Yeah. Because usually... It's always in May. And usually by the time we get there, we're through... The worst. I mean, I was wearing a winter through. jacket this morning on my walk, so... That is a fact. But but we should be getting Point to taken. the place yeah. where you can put the plants yeah. in the dirt. I so, think you just, you know, but it's it's also hard too, right? Because you should just know, like, you should just know what your mom wants. Because the other thing that I imagine is uh, annoying, uh, if I'm being presumptuous, is like going, mom, what do you want? Mm-hmm. Like, because I don't want to tell you what I, labor. Like, I don't like when people say like, what do you want for your birthday? Mm-hmm. Right. Nobody actually says that to me anymore at this age. I don't think, but you know, that question is always fraught. Cause you're like, I don't, I gotta, you mean, I gotta figure out for you mm-hmm. what, you're going to get me? Yeah, right. I mean, if there was something I really wanted, maybe that's a better way of saying it. Like, is there something you really want? If not, no stress. Yeah. I'll take care of it. But is there something you really want that has not been heard? I think that's a really good way of asking it, too. Because it doesn't put the stress, like you said, then you have to sit there and go, okay, what do I want? What do I want? What do I want? What do I want? And then also, you also, because you're the mom, and you are talking to people who you take care of all the time. You don't want to hurt anybody's feelings yeah. when you say, I want you to get out of my face. Yeah. I mean, I know that there are nicer ways to say that, but I'm just my saying. My mom would have just said, I want to get away from you. Right. <laughs> Karen is on the line. Hi, Karen. Karen, now's your chance. What do you really want for Mother's Day? I would want not to have to spend my Mother's Day with 15 other family mother- members on my son-in-law's side. Ah, <laughs> Yes, I hear that. I sit at the end of the table, and they all act like they haven't seen each other in a hundred years. <laughs> and nobody's paying and attention to you. They all live in the same city. Oh, oh for goodness sake. Karen, I hope, is that what's going to happen, though? No, I think, okay. I, well, they want to go to the casino this year, and okay. I don't do buffets yet. Okay. I hear you. Yeah, I hear well, you. This it's might your just day. Yeah, exactly. And also, this is your year then. You've got the easy out. So take care of yourself. Yep. 
So I'm hoping it works out. Thank All you, right. Karen. I hope so too Thanks, for you. Karen. Let's go to Katie. We've got Katie on the line. Katie, what what do you want for Mother's Day for real? For real, I would like to go to a hotel by myself without my kids or my husband mm-hmm. and binge my shows and order room service and sleep 12 hours uninterrupted. Oh, doesn't that sound divine? I would like that. I don't even have kids. <laughs> um, are you going to get to do that, Katie? Um, I sure am not. I will be at a dance competition all day, so maybe a different day. Oh, I hope that they give you a gift certificate for all of those things and then make you do it so that you can actually get that respite that you need. Katie, thanks for your call. (laughs) I would just happy Mother's Day. I would just do it and say, you guys are doing this for me. Thanks. Thanks for your gift. Thanks for your gift. Like, oh, what did we get you? I'd be fine with that. Well, see that. Listen. If you really want to make your mama happy, just say it's on. It's all you. You buy yourself the gift. Yeah. Although I can also see how that would get backwards too. Oh, oh, fine. And now I, I have to take care of my own gift now, right? Yeah. Like, so you're just yeah. gonna look. Everybody listening who's trying to figure out what to buy their mom, you're at a loss. This is no. <laughs> you're not gonna win. You're gonna lose no matter what you choose. Mm-hmm. So just you know, don't get her anything. Just... Don't even call her. <laughs> Leave her alone. Just leave her alone. Make her feel really special. Invisible. Yes. Make her make her feel special by feeling invisible. Yeah. You know, that's what she wants. She doesn't want you to see her. No, that's absolutely not true. It's it uh, really the answer is not the the correct answer. It depends. Depends on the mom. Yeah, it does. You know, like my mom now, I'm gonna see my mom this weekend and I know she's super excited, or at least she's fooled me into thinking she's excited. <laughs> But we're at an age where we don't get to see each other a lot. So that's a special thing for her, mm-hmm. you know. But back when I was living with her, obviously, she probably would have been like, get out of my face. Isn't that funny? I mean, that's like, that's the dance of of the parent-child relationship. Yeah. When you're there all the time, she doesn't want to see you on Mother's Day. Yeah. And then when you're far apart, she wants nothing more than to see you on Mother's Day. Yeah. Just yeah. to give you a hint, a though, cycle. of where my mother is at. I go, hey, mom, because I'm going to go up. She's going to be in Chicago for a Mm -hmm. business conference. And the weekend before, we're going to hang out. I said, hey, mom, what's the hotel you're at? She tells me, and I go, which one? Because there's like a bunch, because it was like a name of Mm -hmm. like a chain, right? Mm -hmm. I was like, well, with this one or this one? She's like, oh, I'll send it to you. So she sends it to me. It's for the Doubletree in Dallas. (laughs) Thanks, mom. I was like, um, is that... Is that like a backhanded way of saying you don't want to spend the weekend together? That's hilarious. Yeah, I don't know where the, I'll figure what that, what that's about later. Well, I'm now I'm worried that she's going to not even be <laughs> in know. Chicago. Oh no, you're going to well, just be there by yourself. She's expecting me to drive, so I don't think she was expecting me to drive to Dallas. But Is here's this like hoping. A where's Waldo experience? It might be. Well, just go straight down 35. You can't yes, get there. Know. You'll get there You'll eventually. Get there. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, speaking of moms. Uh, the queen is a mom and, uh, she had a unique visitor, uh, just before mother's day, her children, not her kids. We'll tell you who visited the queen after this on my talk. One Oh seven one. Well, the queen had a unique visitor, uh, at the palace recently. And, um, it wasn't somebody she anticipated. Bradley's going to tell us all about it on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hey, get out of there. You don't belong there.
Hello, everyone. This is your royal correspondent, Bradley Trailer speaking, and I'm here live at Windsor Castle, where an intruder disguised as a priest spent a night at the Queen's home. What? Yes. It was April... Tw- okay, I'll stop. April 26th. So, like, Father, just the other day. Just the other day. Father Cruz, he called himself. Father Cruz claimed to be... He shows up at uh, Windsor Castle which is now the queen's home. It's always been the queen's home, but this is like her major uh, in-residence locale because, you know, she's getting up there. She wants to be in her home anyway. So a guy shows up to Windsor Castle and says, hey, I'm Father Cruz, and I'm a friend of the battalion's padre, Reverend Matt Coles. <laughs> so they said, hey, come come on in. Uh, let me offer you some food in the officer's mess. Okay, so he did that. And a Wait, few- can we pause really quickly? Mm-hmm. That's all you need, apparently, is to drop a couple names. And I mean, we'll get there. We'll okay, get there. Okay, so, okay, yes, okay. I mean, that is the obvious uh, question. How the heck did he get in? So uh, then, apparently, within a few hours, uh, you know, he's having some eats uh, in the mess. With, <laughs> with, is that how they eat over there? Yep. And uh, then he was having a few drinks with some of the officers in the bar. And, you know, he was te- they were telling stories like, hey, what do you do? And he's like, let me tell you a story. And he started telling all sorts of, quote, tall tales. And the lads were enjoying his banter while having a few drinks. It was only, though, later in the evening as the drinks continued to flow freely. Again, Queen's House. When he started talking about how he'd worked as an ejector seat test pilot and had some organs replaced, that's when the chap said, quote, things started to get suspicious. I mean, Father Cruz is telling tall tales about getting ejected out of a seat for a job uh, while also having a couple organs replaced. No big deal. At that point, at some point, somebody somewhere was like, this does not, something's not, you need to go, Mm -hmm. sir. I think they realized very quickly um, that this was not true. None of what he said was true. And so he was escorted out. We received, quote, uh, a report of an intruder at Victoria Barracks in Sheet Street, Windsor. Sheet Street at Windsor Castle. Early in the morning on Wednesday, that's according to the Thames Valley Police. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply attended and removed the intruder from the barracks. No further action was required. 
dot, dot, dot. Excuse me? It was three hours before the queen herself was to return home that a rando stranger had busted into her home unawares and made friends and quick... And was getting real crunk. Quick uh, quick uh, business of her food and drink. And is that free? What do you mean? I'm just free? saying, like, you know, when you're in, in, once you're in, is that all free? I have no clue. I just I was no, curious. I have no clue. But the whole point that was is on her dime. somebody broke the security perimeter of the queen just three hours before she was supposed to be there. No, it took like an entire day. I mean, it would be one thing. And don't even get me started uh, because this all harkens back to another story, which if you watch The Crown and Colleen, I, I know you did, haven't I've watched, watched The Crown. Mm, I have watched it. You, you've watched like one episode. I watched, no, but most of the first season. Okay. Well, you didn't get to the season wherein Michael Fagan in the 1980s um, actually broke into the Queen's residence at that time, Buckingham Palace, and literally sat in her bedroom with her talking <gasps> while the Queen was in her pajamas. And had to be removed and thankfully did not harm the queen. Yeah, she had a cool head, that queen. Oh, that queen. They were just kicking it in her bedroom? Watch the crown! We're not doing the story for you. (laughs) Mm -mm. No, but anyway, so this just says to me, like, uh, 40 years on and you people still haven't figured out how to protect the queen from rando strangers who showed up? Like, I'm just going to, hey, I'm somebody. Uh, oh, come on in. Tell me a story. I mean, it's that easy. Why Apparently aren't we all going in? I mean, if you just have to drop some insight. Re- Bradley, you're reading the palace papers. I bet you know some names. You should test this theory out. Uh, yeah, no, thanks. <laughs> I don't want to go to jail where this person ended up. And it's not, you know, the the point is, like, it's just crazy to think that after all of that money, all of that time, all of that security... They're not able to keep the queen safe. If I were her, somebody, several people, oh yeah, they'd be in the tower right now. Mm -hmm. The Tower of London. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have got some celebrities behaving badly. This time it's tabloids, actually. Uh, We call them after this on My Talk 1071. Celebrities behaving badly. We do tell you about them each and every day on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. And uh, we have a name for these celebrities and sometimes other entities behaving badly. We call them D Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. The U.S. Sun. It's just the Sun tabloid for a U.S. audience. What they do now? Uh, well, let me begin here by telling you that the following headline exists. Quote, give me some skin. Chris Jenner's real skin texture revealed in rare, unedited Met Gala pics after the 66-year-old star is accused of extreme Photoshop. <sighs> um... Are we really at a place that we need to make headlines out of a woman's skin texture? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Is that where we're going to go? Uh-huh. Is that of all the stories about the Met Gala that we're going to tell? I mean, look, I am not the hugest fan of Kris Jenner for a number of reasons. But when you got to see her face, that was the direction you're going to go? Uh-huh. Is that really what we want to do? <laughs> also, when you're looking at the picture... She looks 
she looks beautiful. Oh, yeah. It's a gorgeous picture. And there's nothing particularly skinny about it. Now, is it true that they Photoshop their photos on a regular basis? Yes. Could you have called this story out in a different way? Absolutely. Absolutely, You could have just said in rare unedited photo spread. Also, no, 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 no. I'm not even going to allow them that. And here's why. Because the photo that they're presenting. So what they're doing is saying like. This is what this is what tabloids do all the time. They want to say something. Here's what they're trying to really mm-hmm. say. Chris mm-hmm. Jenner's old. Mm-hmm. Look at her old skin. Mm-hmm. Why? Because she's a woman. Also, because she's an old woman and she's not old, but she's 66 yeah. and according to the tabloid uh son, mm-hmm. probably a bunch of old Men, mm-hmm. uh, a woman after about the age of 16 is eh. past her prime. Mm-hmm. Okay, 18. Fine. Give it like 24. I, I just like you. The, the point has mm-hmm. been made, right? Mm-hmm. So, so, um, what they're really trying to do is show you this picture that they think is like, haha, look at she's old. Yeah, we got her. But what they do then is they try to weasel in some like thing of her own doing that's like, well, she always photoshops herself. So that's why this is unusual mm-hmm. that she's showing us her real face. No, you guys, I will even take that apart. And here's why. Why? Why? Because this is not her photo. This is not a photo that she put on her Instagram. Mm-hmm. This is from the Get uh, the Getty Image Archive. This mm-hmm. is a reporter, somebody covering the Met Gala, who took a picture of Chris Jenner. Now that person is not going to filter a photo of Chris Jenner. Mm-mm. So what you're seeing is like Chris Jenner's actual face, yeah, in actual real life, yeah, on and film. If, and if you're like really excited that you get to see what her face really looks like, and you want to take some devilish pleasure in the fact that she has lines on her face, and by the way. If I was trying to make a comment about her being old, this is not the photo that I would choose because no. I think she looks great. Yeah. Yeah. So what they're trying to do is make it seem like it's Chris Jenner's fault because they actually do that. So they show the photo that they're saying, look, it's her face. Mm-hmm. Credited to the Getty image archive. Followed by Chris Jenner's Instagram, a photo that she posted. Have you met people in America today? Right. A.K.A. the world? Right. They're going to Photoshop themselves. Right. So if you want to make that point that she's a lying liar who can't be trusted to show you her real skin tone, I would just then like to say, okay, okay. But even then, have you met the world? Like right. it's not, It's not as earth-shattering as... Chris Jenner's real skin texture revealed in rare unedited pics. No, this is not un or uh this is not rare. This is just a thing and you're trying to make a point about her being old. I feel like within the last couple weeks they did a similar series on uh the Kardashian daughters which was also similarly not news. You know what I mean? Because again, people have faces. Yeah. And when you 
take pictures of yourself. I mean, everybody puts a filter on it. It is almost rare to see an unfiltered picture. And I will even grant you that the Kardashians, we have given them crap about this. This is not that I'm just showing up to this conversation like, oh, I mean, everybody filters. I get that. But and we do give them specifically credit for, you know, going over the top such that like I think if we ran into most Kardashians in the world in the wild, we'd be like, who's that? Because we're so used to seeing their photoshopped image. I mean, to a degree. I'm just making a point. And the point is that I get it. They are a hot mess when it comes to editing everything Mm -hmm. that they do. Even their video is filtered as it's being broadcast live. I get it. But you're trying to say, like, her real skin texture was rarely revealed in unedited pics. Well... That's just her face. Right. And she didn't have any control over these photos. Right. And also her face looks fine. She looks great. Yeah. She looks absolutely great. She looks her age. Yeah. Which is perfectly fine to be your age. Yeah. But tabloids, of course, the sun again. Mm -hmm. I don't know how. Oh, look, it was a guy who wrote the story. I was going to say, you women, I don't know how you could write a story like that. You didn't. No. Mm -hmm. Who's your tea bag? Oh, the sun. Look at that. It's also the sun. What? The U.S. sun. The, what, what, what do they do now? Oh, and guess what else? What? It's Kardashian related. Oh, good. Headline. No ifs, ands, or buts. And that's a butt with two T's. Kardashian <laughs> fans think Kim's butt is shrinking in new photos after accusations that she got her fillers removed. Her butt's shrinking. Okay, first of all, okay. the first word I would like to take issue with is accusations, which makes it sound like she's been doing some sort of criminal activity with her butt. But that's I mean, neither here nor she there. She did put that Marilyn Monroe dress on or tried to. That was criminal. That was a criminal. Yeah. And her butt was involved. Yeah. Her butt was a criminal. It was. Smooth criminal. Uh-huh. So Kim Kardashian, according to fans eagle-eyed fans who have been visually measuring the uh, robustness of the butt of Kim Kardashian have started to believe that perhaps she's had some of her fillers removed. How do they know this? Because they've been looking at pictures of her butt. What? Okay, so also I take issue with this too. They were putting side by side a picture of Kim Kardashian from the correspondence dinner and a picture from that one Met Gala where she was dread the camp one where she was had the her waist cinched to yeah. an ungodly uh size. Yeah. Um there's a picture of her going up the steps from behind and they're saying she had there are these pictures, the side by side pictures of her in the same position. Oh wait, sorry. It's a different picture that they're putting side by side. It's a picture of her in a white swimsuit uh, showing her booty to the camera. Okay. And it is the same picture or the same position or the same angle as the picture of her at the correspondence dinner. And here, I'm going to put the link so you can actually look. It's this Instagram link here. These side by side photos and people are like, her butt is shrinking. I think she had fillers removed. Okay, well, there's a couple things going on in these pictures that are different. One is that she's wearing a dress in one picture and her butt is basically bare in the other. 
The other is that I think it's from a whole different distance. From a different distance and an angle. Yeah. And the third thing is we know because, and I hate to even bring it up, but we know because she said it on the red carpet at the Met Gala, which was just days after the correspondence dinner. Because well, we're going to get the email. Exactly. Which we did already. About the, how she lost oh, weight. The di- yeah, the diet. That yeah. she mm-hmm. went on this diet to lose 16 pounds. And I have to tell you something about how when you lose weight, how that works. <laughs> It, you lose it from every all the places. And also, if she does have fillers, that doesn't mean she has only fillers. There's also still butt in there. Yeah. Right? So if she loses butt because she's lost weight, then she also loses butt. And then the fillers are still there. But it's just, all I'm trying to say is... What are you trying to say? I'm trying to say, this is so dumb. <laughs> and Jessica Fletcher did not show up for this mystery. Because it's not a mystery... Don't worry, you guys. Kim Kardashian's butt is still Kim Kardashian's butt. And if she does choose to remove fillers, it's fine. Oh, she's loving it. She we loves when talk about it. She loves when people are talking. I mean, she might not like what they're talking about, mm-hmm. but people talking mm-hmm. is what keeps her billion-dollar businesses running. Mm-hmm. It's true. Speculation, intrigue. You may not like the story itself. But her bottom line, hey, <laughs> it remains, um, or I should say, increases the more people are talking. So I don't think she's probably put too much out. But I will say, uh, it's 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 a butt. It's a butt. It's a butt. Everyone's uh, got one. Now I would like to in the butt. In the butt. Um, I would like to uh, briefly give some extra credit to the sun because you may be asking. But how does Pete Davidson feel about her butt? Oh, he probably loves her butt. Guess what? What? They did an entire section on oh. how Pete loves her butt. Pete <laughs> approves. Kim's 28-year-old beau seems to adore his girlfriend's curvy physique. As an insider previously said, Pete, quote, grabs her waist, compliments her butt, and touches her hair while they're out on dates. He's extremely sexual and in her face. Uh, He's making what? it crystal clear that he likes her. Okay. So, I, I just FYI, saw a whole guys, thing in the sun about body language, a body language expert saying mm-hmm. yeah. that he on the red carpet indicated he was not comfortable around her. Yeah. And she so. looked desperate, I think, is one body language expert that I read. She desperately wants attention and he's not into it. Whatever. I mean, I her don't think you get involved with Kim Kardashian if you're uncomfortable with attention. How true that is. Yeah. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, I just would like to move that we at Team Cobra uh, headquarters continue to make sure that people do not forget how problematic Ansel Elgort is. Mm, Okay. So we are going to do our part because I'm going to refresh you on why he's problematic when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Okay, well, I would like for us here on Team Cobra, the Colleen and Bradley show, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, to not forget that Ansel Elgort is problematic. Oh. Yes. Have you forgotten? I don't. I know that he uh, has been criticized for things in the past. Mm -hmm. To be honest, I do not remember what those things were. And that is exactly why, Bradley trainer, thank you. 
uh, I wanted to bring this up today because he was on the red carpet at the Met Gala. And Mm -hmm. actually, we were, full disclosure, talking about this off the air. And our boss, B. Arthur, was like, I remember seeing a picture of him and thinking, I... I feel like I'm supposed to have a thought about him and I can't remember what it was. Yeah. And this is what happens so often in Hollywood, right? We hear an allegation of something and then we maybe time passes and then like. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Life goes on and then they show up. That person shows up somewhere else and you go, oh, I remember that I'm supposed to think something, but I don't remember why. Yeah. All right. So you're going to tell us the why. Yes. So this is exactly what ended up happening, actually, on the red carpet uh, at or after the red carpet at the Met Gala. So do you I don't know if you know this actress. Her name is Emma Kenny. She's on the show Shameless. No, I don't watch Shameless. Neither do I. But she took to Twitter and she wrote the following. Who's Ansel Elgort wearing to the Met? Alexander Wang. Now. That actually, so this is like a, a Russian nesting doll. There is like a story within a story, right? Because Ansel Elgort is the subject of what we're talking about right now. But Alexander Wang is also problematic. And I can get to that in just a second. But what she's doing there is trying to kind of put pull the Connect thread through. The exactly. La, 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 la. Well, so then we go back and we remember that in 2020, so a full two years ago, Ansel Elgort was accused over Twitter publicly. So I don't know what happened in private, but what I do know is what happened on on Twitter by somebody who's, by the way, no longer available. Twitter handle was It's Gabby. That Twitter handle still exists, but it is not the person who tweeted this is not still attached. And this tweet does not still exist, but basically called him out for sexually assaulting her when she was 17 in the year 2014. Hmm. Okay, so this well, I tweet, do remember that. Yep. Yeah. So this tweet happened in 2020 about an incident that happened in 2014 for a woman who at the time was underage. Yep. This was her first sexual encounter, and I will just issue a quick trigger warning um, because he essentially forced himself on her sexually, and um, it was her first experience, and she was troubled. As one might be. This is what she said on Twitter? Yes. I'm paraphrasing what she actually said in the story. But er, as the story went, that, you know, he forced himself on her. And um, it caused her to have a lot of questions, as you would, about, you know, what does consent look like? Is this how sex really is? Et cetera, et cetera. Now, he came back and said, essentially, like, I've heard these, you know, I, you know, I was, I heard these things going around the social media 
And he wrote, uh, I was distressed to see the social media posts about me that have been circulating in the past 24 hours. I cannot claim to understand Gabby being the name that this person was using Gabby's feelings, but her description of events is simply not what happened. Um, she ended up deleting her Twitter account. He has since taken down that Instagram photograph or uh, Instagram message. This because this all came out in 2020 when he was promoting West Side Story. Th- this was very present in the conversation still. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't doing interviews or red carpet press, but all of his co-stars were being asked about how they felt about him. Yeah. Which is awkward. Fast forward to the Met Gala, and he's standing there on the red carpet like no big deal. And we have forgotten. I mean, we've just, it's not present in the conversation. So I wanted to refresh the memory and then also close the loop on that Alexander Wang thing. Well, what is the Emma? Kenny? Yeah. I mean, what is she? Is she just retelling the story? She No, she's just calling it out. Like, she's just... A person in Hollywood who knows who wants to bring light to that. Who wants to remind us that Ansel so Elgort have any is not sort of new information. Okay. No, no. She just was tying together the fact that Ansel Elgort, who is problematic and has been accused of sexual assault, and then just basically was like, "That's not." Basically, said she misremembered what happened. Well, what would the like? What's the right thing to do then? That's the question that I have. For Ansel Elgort? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess I would say he he basically dismissed everything and acted like nothing yeah. happened. And so this all became public, but it was like a hope that it would just go away when it, he just said that didn't happen the way it happened. Because I think like if people ask him about it, obviously he should talk about it. Because again, like it's got, you know, if there's no basis, like if the allegation is not true and, you know, again, we don't know. Uh, but the allegation was made, so it seems like there's a responsibility to at least address the allegation, especially mm-hmm. if you're a public figure. Um, but it's hard to know, like, did people ask him about it? Because here's the other thing that I think is frustrating is like, well, okay, nobody's going to ask him about it, but now they're asking people around him about it, which is not, you know... And I don't know if he can solve that problem. I mean, maybe you could say he should be upfront in saying, I know this conversation has happened and I want to make sure. Like, I think there's a, a better messaging that could be done, probably. Oh, yeah. But beyond that, I'm not sure. Like, the media is trying to, I don't know, go in the wrong direction as far as I'm concerned. Why are you talking to his co stars? They have nothing and right. no responsibility to this. If, uh, unless. Unless they know something and are acting despite that, right? Like, so, and that's entirely possible. It's just that somebody needs to, and perhaps it's Ansel Elgort, be up front uh, at the beginning of this process to talk about, you know, the allegations again. I I don't know what the right answer is. Yeah. I mean, he basically like brushed him off in that, in that Instagram story. And then, and then the studio took him off of the, the press tour because they didn't want, I mean, you get that, right? Like they didn't want that to taint the success of the movie. But then what, what ended up happening is that then his co-stars had to be responsible for trying to field those questions, which is super unfair. Yeah, I'd be like, I'm not answering anything about that because I, that is not me. But then again, do they know anything? Like, I don't, I, I feel like some people aren't talking I don't know. 
again, I don't know what the right answer is, but I feel like there's a better way to handle this. Well, I think part of the problem is that he never really talked, and then he shows up on a red carpet yeah. and acts like, I belong here. I wanted you to get to the Alexander Wang thing. Uh, I'll do it really quickly. Okay. He, he's been accused of, from many people, that yeah. uh, that he used to work with uh, of of sexual misconduct Ugh. as well. Right? So then, he, so then Ansel is wearing... Yeah. Alexander so Wang, and it's all just a gross choices. soup. Exactly. Yeah. Try better. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what junk food or snack food would you put in your food time capsule? We'll take your calls after this.